This show is brought to you by DF Studios Limited. Whether you're a business owner or entrepreneur, DF Studios will guide and assist you on the best ways to promote your brand digitally, in addition to creating visitor and customer generating content like blogs, social media posts, videos, and even podcasts like this one you're listening to right now. Visit dfstudiosltd.com or hit up info at dfstudiosltd.com for more info. So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Majibedi alongside my critique of in crime, Akana Medina. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. And this is technically the second to last episode of season two of BBB Radio. Yes, folks, we have two movies and a series premiere to talk about. And pre- pretty much this is going to be a very short episode compared to like what we've done before. Um, I, I, I trust that I'm not going to be rambling about the movies. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, these are just two more movies that uh, we that I personally want to talk about. And um, I'll, I'll mention in the end of each review whether they'll be showing up on the list, which will be which will take up the majority of you know the upcoming final episode. Yeah, that's right. where we'll be talking about best and worst of 2022. So uh, will Matilda the musical and Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery make it to our respective lists? Well, you just, you just have to listen to this episode and find out, right? But first off, uh, let me just talk briefly about the series premiere of Sister Bond. This is the newest web series from Ansel Harris, you know, a good friend of ours, uh, you know, the founder and, you know, just the creator of the Ville Ventures universe. Uh, yeah. This year alone, he he dropped, um, well, actually, early this year, you know, he, um, well, at the beginning of the year, I must say, we got the, se- the season finale of Maganolia. This was his um, his debut web series um, afterwards. Well, sorry, True GT Network. That's his media channel, if you will. Um, he also dropped uh, Visa Claw. And then on the flip side now, um, you know, um, regular collaborator Keon Byron dropped his debut uh, web series called Bachak Man, The Peacemakers, right? And on the subject of him, he actually makes a brief appearance in this episode here. Um, he was actually in the promotional material for it. So when I saw him there, it was really surprising. And let's jump into what this is about right so in a nutshell it just kind of introduces you know these um two um sisters right so we have keisha who's played by um chimera if i got the if i got the main name wrong please forgive me please don't cuss me out on facebook so chimera prince and we have selena lyons who plays a sister giselle right so keisha is this um private investigator and giselle is a real estate agent but she kind of tags along during her her, her rounds right and we just kind of more or less, we, we pretty much more or less just see the dynamic between the two of them, you know, as it is technically a body cop, you know, series. Well, you know, uh, um, body cop in quotes, right? Well, uh, I should say cop in quotes, right? Um, yeah, there is the bickering and, you know, there is the banter and the humorous moments, humorous, you know, dialogue moments between the two and, you know, those moments work, right? But they set up pretty, something uh, pretty interesting here, right? Because uh, if you remember from, you know, the Visa Claw um, series, uh, there was the character of um, Keats, right? 
played by Kendall yeah. Anno, right? Yeah, um, so what happens is that he is dropped back to Earth, right, after his, you know, misadventures in that series, right? And uh, pretty much, he, well, you know, pretty much um, Keisha, I should say, yeah, Keisha, uh, uh, Keisha is given this task to transport him from point A to point B, right? And, well, of course, Giselle is there to tag along, right? And I'll stop there, right? So... What I will say in terms of just setting up these new characters, remember these are the first time we've seen these characters. You know, the, well, you know, um, just for those who don't know, this has been a series that, you know, was in the works for a while now. You know, we were kind of wondering when we're going to get this, you know, uh, what, what, when we're going to get this at all. Um, so, you know, and, and it kind of makes sense. It, it's kind of a smart call and answers part to to drop it um, right after Visa Claw because, yeah, we, at least we get to see what happened to Keith after what happened to right, him right. in that show, right? And keep reminding you yeah, the continuity. Exactly, exactly, right. Mm-hmm. And speaking of continuity, there's a it's 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 kind of a it's kind of blinking in Mississippi. You have to remember the moment too, because uh, I assume the Keon Byron, um, the character that he plays, right, is pretty much the same um, bandit from Magnolia, right? And there was this nice little humorous bit in um, Batrack Man where they mentioned, you know, um, his twin, right? You know, is the same actor playing both characters, right? Oh, his twin right. was arrested and blah, 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 right? So, yes, I assume that is the twin, that is the same bandit that um, Magnolia, you know, beat up and whatnot, right? And he actually shows up in the in the intro to this, which was which was pretty cool. And if there's one thing, like, you know, but um, Keon is good with the action, with the fight choreography and whatnot, but they have some good um humor, um some some comedic timing as well, too. Some some nice little bits here that you see at the beginning, right? Um right. that being said though, um the moment I saw the runtime for this, which was roughly 12 minutes, I was like, uh oh gosh, you're doing this again. Where he said it's a pilot, right? It is, it is, it is. But like, I don't know. Like, like for me, I just, I just kind of wanted some longer. Because uh, remember, you're, you're introducing these characters for the first time ever, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, for me, I just felt like twelve minutes don't really do, you know, these characters as in Keisha and Giselle um, justice. Like, I, I felt that right. they could have been but, much but more. It, that could have been but the, um, developed like for them. Because I, I just get the feeling that that's the intention. It's just, oh, it's a pilot. You know, run with it. It, it 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 does it, it it does move in in that way right um but then another issue too is that because you're introducing these characters and you're, you're just kind of setting up the world quote unquote of um of sister bond right yeah. um it it really does take a while to get into the story and then once the story like officially begins that's when it ends and i was just like what you know what i mean right. um and i mean like again i could understand budgetary stuff right but Still, again, you know, this is your pilot. You you want to get you want to rope in the viewer into what's going on, right? And yes, you get a really interesting setup, but um, I, and and yes, it involves Keith, right? But still, at the end of the day, I I was still like kind of warning. All right, well, you know, d- um, does this character is transported from point A to point B? Does it involve his you know disappearance and his arrival at this planet where you know all that stuff with Visa Claw took place? You know, is that this does is is it related at all to what we saw in Visa Claw, or is it something else? Right, I thought that the show, right, 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 right. this episode here, could have explored that, but it just kind of stops at a particular point. I'm just like, what? You know what I mean? But okay. what I do give credit um, um, to now for this um, with this show here right now uh, is just the the light vibe of it, right? It's you know, it's right. it's it, not it meant to be funny, right? Exactly, exactly, right right right, 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 right. So, you know, the dialogue flows a lot better. It feels way more natural, you know what I mean? Very true right, to us right. as Trinese, we how we talk back and forth or whatnot. And yeah, and, and you right, can tell that it is... Effectively, everybody human here, right? Pretty most part. Right, exactly. That's right. right, yeah, right. Yeah. 
and and you could tell that you know it's 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 going for you know um more of a of a non like it's not it's like it's it's meant to be specifically like all right like the the superhero slash comic book love and crowd will will appreciate it because of its connections to what we saw before but really it's just more for people who kind of not into super um com- superheroes or comic books right it's just like hey i just want to see you know a, a, a trimigonian action comedy involving two women you know be badasses and that right, that's right. kind of what we get here right um and again, you know, just just what's being set up here, like what like I would say, just right off the bat, um, it, I I just have a feeling that this could make for a really entertaining series, man. Um, for one thing, uh, both both um both actors, you know, do their best, you know, what I mean, and and they actually come through with great performances, right? That would be um Chimera Prince and Selena Lyons. They just bounce off each other so well, and it just feels so natural, right? And yeah, it could buy into the fact that they are indeed sisters, right? Also, like the fact that. Yeah, they, they 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 feel real, you know what I mean? Like um, you know, like case in point, one character is worried about bills and you know, next character is just like, you know what I mean, like I have no money, I trying to make some money. So it's stuff that we could we could relate to as well, right? So right. yeah, it, it makes them very, very likable and whatnot, right? And again, you know, just the vibe of it is just very light and just, you know, free flowing and whatnot, right? So um you don't have to do any extra legwork trying to remember what happened in Visa Claw or Magnolia, right? Even though it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to to have at least some knowledge as to what happened in those shows, right? But again, what what just really held it back for me was, you know, the length, right? I just felt like I don't know. We just could have gotten a, um, like an extra five or ten minutes of you know story, like like world building or just like story development. Like we get, right. we, we we get pretty standard um, you know character development. Like it's fine. Like you, you get just of who the characters are. But I just came out of it wanting more, and I just felt like where it stops is like wow, like you know the story like now begins and oh wait now now we have to wait till whenever right. And in closing, now I do hope that we don't have to wait that long to get the next episode, right? Um, it was it was pretty weird that we got this episode, um, right on before Christmas weekend, you know. Right. So I know a lot of people would just be kind of up and about doing stuff and probably would not have even known that the show came out, right? But it was on my radar for a while, so I just kind of made note of it and I said, I tell myself at least I'm at least check it out, you know, now before I jump into my final episode, right? And you know, it's a good thing that I did, right? So in closing, yes, this 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 look this makes for a really solid, really entertaining series. But um, I do hope that um, you know we get more story and more character development in the next episode. And um, I, I I do like that you know it does not fully connect to everything that we saw before. But you know again, it's part of that same universe, so it works. And I'm really curious to see how the the more alien and superhero stuff is going to be incorporated into this series here, man. So right. yeah, for, for what I'm seeing here, it's it's fine. It's it's, it's good. Again, just it's a length boy. This just rather rather short, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, again, I'm just hoping that we do get longer episodes and just more, you know, just from a narrative perspective, uh, more fulfilling episodes, man. And yeah, again, I I, I just can't wait to see what we get next here with um, the series, man. So yeah, Sister Bond is um available right now on the GT Caribbean Network website. I'll just put the link in the description, you know, to the video, i.e. on um, on YouTube and in the description to this um, episode of BB Radio here. So yeah, um, check it out, man. It's, it's, it's worth checking out. It's worth checking out. All right, so up next, um, let's talk about Matilda the Musical. Sure. So uh, Ricardo, did you see Matilda the Musical? I did. All right. Well, that's that's great. Uh, that That's actually lovely, right? 
So um, it, I will I will do the synopsis for this, right? And then you'll jump into your thoughts, right? So little little, little background, little backstory, little preamble before we jump into the show, right? Um, I will not call myself the biggest fan of the original Matilda movie, right? From 1996. Right. It was one of those shows that I saw late, like I did not see it in theaters. Um, right. And, I, you know, again, because I was young, right? And it was the 90s and I don't know, I just wanted I, to see stuff blow up. So when yeah, I saw I, some for Matilda, I was just like, okay, I remember not seeing it in theaters myself, um, but I saw it. Why do I see it for the first time? Oh, on VHS. Um, by a friend. Okay, and lucky you. I remember lucky liking you. it a lot. Like I wasn't right. loving it as much as he was. He was like real digging it. And I was like, oh, it's it cool, but like, right again, much like you, it's it's fine, but you're not loving it, loving it. Um, yeah, yeah, like like, like right. I get the gist of the story, and you know, it's the you know child signing up to you know big, large, authoritative adult, and you know, right, magical right. powers. Yeah, Roald Dahl, Roald Dahl as, as a Roald Dahl as a, as a author is like that's his whole bag anyway, right? It's just about you know child. Okay, okay. Child welfare and, and the conceits of happiness or sure and catering to kids in that sense. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Go ahead now. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. No. No. That, that's okay. That's okay. I, I I really want to hear your your history with this show. That that's that's fine, right? So, um, much to my surprise, now you know the trailer for this film dropped right a few months ago, right? And it was a kind of surprise to me because I didn't even know that there was a musical base off of it, right? I, I am not versed in all things Broadway, so it's not like, oh my god, there's a musical base off of uh, Ro- um, a Roald Dahl film, book or whatever. Okay, okay. Sorry, a Ro- uh, Roald Dahl book or whatever. It's like, okay, I, I didn't even know, right? So yeah, I was like, alright, there's a musical for this, okay. But in my mind, I, I went into this film thinking that, oh, it's a musical base off of the book. Um, a film right, musical right. based off the book. All to realize, no, it's actually inspired off of the Broadway musical itself, right? Right. And seeing how the show plays out, yes, it makes total, total sense, right? Um, but one of the main reasons why I want to see this, well, two reasons actually. Uh, one, McGill is trying to lynch is in it as well. Right. Um, as Miss Honey. You know, playing yeah. Miss Jennifer Honey. I was like, okay, all right, all yeah. right, right. Um, tri- Tri-Star roping her in into another film this year because, yes, yeah, she was in, you know, The Woman King, you know, right. which is also from, um, from Tri-Star. Mm-hmm. And um, Emma Thompson, um, right. haven't seen her in a long while, right? I just know that she's been Agatha um, Trunchbull. What's the last thing um, um, I, like I feel I should know, you know. Um, At the top of my head, I think, you know, um, I have a thing, um, thing. Um, uh, Cruella, Cruella, she was in Cruella, yes. Right, yes. okay. Well, that's yeah, which I like, but but yeah, but you didn't care for, I, 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 I appreciate it for, for, for the attempt, like, like for what I was trying to be. I kind of get, but uh, it wasn't a show that I remember, honestly. But I didn't hate it or despise it, sorry, as much as you did, right? But anyway, but yeah, um, Emma Thompson playing, you know, this, you know, the you know the, the villain, right? And just how large, literally, in size and over the top they make her look and whatnot, right? So I was sold at that point, right? But again, it's a musical and, you know, I've, I've, I've actually been, like, really appreciating musicals uh, over the past few years, right? But um, last thing I'll say before, before I get to the synopsis here. What made it um, a little um, intimidating for me now was the release date. Because, yeah, they dropped this on Christmas Day, right? So mm-hmm. while I was watching this, I was just like, I wonder what people think about it, boy. Like, like people didn't talk about it before. It didn't show in any film festival. Like, I, I wanted to know if it was worth my time or not, right? I wanted to know, like, a little early review going in so I have I, I can know how to how to tap my, tap my, my expectations, right? But I just went in blind. Kind of just knowing, okay, it's based off of something I saw ages ago. 
And um, yeah, I'll just share my thoughts on it in a bit, right? But what it's about, right? So it pretty much centers on the character of Matilda Wormwood, right? Who is played by first timer, I assume, Alicia Ware, right? Um, she is this um, like just gifted child. Um, she's very, very, very intelligent and whatnot. Um, she she has really shitty parents, right? Um, and you know she she just kind of longs for a better life, right? So her parents just just because they just you know um, just shitheads, right? Uh, they pretty much just just throw her into you know this um this this school, right? Which is run by you know Agatha Trunchbull, right? Played by Emma Thompson. Um, one of the lecturers there is Jennifer Honey, who is played by um, Lashana Lynch, right? Um, and then, of course, you just see how how aggressive that Agatha is towards the children, right? Just just very ruthless towards these right. kids, right? And, um, well, of course, you know, if you know the story, Matilda, you see how she eventually fights back in the process. She realizes that she has um, telekinesis, right? That's... Well, you know, it's 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 some sort of mental power, superpower that she yeah. has, right? But for now, we'll call it um, telekinesis, right? Um, but much of my surprise, there's a B story involved, right? Because there's a character called Mrs. Phelps, right? Who is um, right. played by Sindhu V. Uh, I, she looks familiar. I know I've seen her in a show before, right? It, it comes back. Character... It comes back. Kind of connected, yeah. They both be the B and the A stories connected. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. And, you know, because she, you know, because Matilda loves books so much and she just had such a creative mind. I love how the film sets it up very early. Uh, she's just telling Mrs. Phelps about the story that she just kind of conjures in her mind about this acrobat and uh, escapologist, right, as she calls it. Uh, just basically this this black couple, which I thought was really, like, clever, uh, working at this, um, at this circus. And they sort of long to be free and to start a family and whatnot. But there is someone pretty much kind of holding them, you know, at bay, right? I'm not going to say who the character is, right? It's a, right. It's a really solid reveal. Kind of obvious, but... Well, you know, yeah, yeah. it's right? very similar to the, the, the first film. Like, what they do with that? Like, the, the conceit is just they, they frame it a little differently. But it's a okay, very similar okay. idea, similar concept in the first film. I, as far as I remember, I, I do remember All there right. was a similar connection going on. Um, All right. Well, well, I must say, that. folks, um, to to be perfectly honest, I remember little to nothing about the original 1996 film. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I know it's a beloved film for many, but I just I just don't remember it, right? But yeah, um, she's telling her, you know, the story, but then you learn later on how connected this story is to what Matilda is going on, uh, going through. Sorry, in right. terms of you know her just dealing with um the school and whatnot, right? And I'm gonna stop there. Say, Ricardo, your thoughts on Matilda, the musical? Uh, the musical itself, that saved it. Like, you know, it had some bangers and that's why it worked. Um, the actual story itself was clearly inferior to the 1996 film, but still fine. Uh, that's how I feel about it. If it wasn't for them two, they have two bangers in particular. There's the two big student songs. The one at the beginning involving the alphabet and the ending. Uh, I would have probably hate this, but if it wasn't for them songs, uh, yeah. But those songs are Amazing. Like, amazing numbers. Like, holy shit, that girl in the Redbury, right? Like, she ridiculously talented. Yes, boy. Like, going on? Dog, <laughs> and, and, dog. Like, another thing about it is that, like, yeah, like, like, that's, they had just her, like, like, just her timing yeah. into the singing and the choreography, boy. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. But yeah, go on. And they had them churn doing some things like, wait, that, this, this had to be like some CG or something like that. Like, what? Them, them, no way there's a, there's a number. You know, the actual choreography, they were really doing that. Like, I, yeah, I had yeah, a yeah, lot. Kids got skills in this show. Kids got you know? skills in this right. show. But and then, well, yeah. a, big, a big sell of it too is the child acting. Um, I was actually quite impressed with a lot of that. Um, but yeah, like, they, they just had them try and do some crip walking and things. Like, what? What's going on here? 
in Relbad. Uh, but yeah, I um, it's, it's a musical, and you know, if you, if you come for that, that's why it works. Um, you know, because there's a lot of great great music in it. Um, Lashana Lynch is excellent in this. Um, you know, I, I always consider her super underrated and underutilized actress. Um, to be honest, I know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, she was pretty good at this. And then yeah, Emma Thompson as Sean Bird was pretty damn good in this too. Uh, yeah, it it, oh, it, yes. it, mostly, <laughs> it mostly works. Like it 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 again a car. Like again, I'm not a big super fan of the first one, but this I do think is somewhat inferior to the first one in, in a sense. But it's not like it is Israel trash or nothing like that. It's just it, it just don't work as well. Um, because it seems closer to the book, uh, uh, or at least it's supposed to be like the theater play. That it, it has that problem, the film and a play problem. Um, so that's why it, it don't really work for me all that well. It just don't tell that story. Um, another problem, what happens in the first film, I was, I was a big fan of uh, Danny DeVito and Rhea Pullman, I think, if I remember correctly, um, were the parents. And, and the parents in this didn't really do, do anything for me. Um, it's more, mostly, mostly school stuff. The actual, like, action and the conceits of the story wasn't anywhere near as visually interesting. Uh, I forget who was the director of the original. Um, and, uh, and, and, it, it was Danny DeVito. Okay, okay, right. So it, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So he had, he had like just, just really, really solid like um, how to play the conceits and make it work well. And yeah, that, that's, that's why this, I find the f- actual filmmaking itself was just not all that great in my opinion. Um, but it's still fine. It just again, filming the play problem. But it's fine. It's, 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 it's good for what it is. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I, I totally get where you're coming from, right? So, folks, because I don't remember much about the original film, I could see diehard fans of this either liking it for what it is, loving it for what it is, or, like, you more or less preferring, you know, the original one, right? Um, and, you know, because I just have no memory of it, to be honest, I don't have any emotional attachment to it, that, I guess that's why it was easy for me to gravitate more to this version, right? And I have to say, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this, man. I did not right. expect to enjoy it as much as I did, but right. yeah, I, I, I did, man. And this mainly because of the musical numbers, boy. And, and yeah, just, nah. well, and of course, just the, the energy and just the talent and the effort just surrounding those musical numbers, boy. And just, yeah. just the film as a whole, you could tell that these um these the, the the cast and crew whether it's um Matthew Walker Walker sorry um who actually is a theater director as well um right. yeah he 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 is he is he is he is versed in um in the theater arts as well right and you could see it on screen right, right. yeah you could tell that everybody just came and did what they have to do you could tell that they really wanted to bring this well both the story both the novel sorry and the musical to life right the stage play to life and he did that so masterfully in my opinion man um alicia where she is a star boy oh my god boy like she right. shines throughout as matilda um and one thing she, she she has she does so well though is not just the singing but also the acting as well when she has to be emotive and whatnot she just nails that perfectly in my opinion she is destined for greatness so you know that one time um lashana lynch i was a little concerned about you know how she would uh, how she would work like i thought that she was just going to be you know the endearing you know um teacher lecturer sorry and right. she is that right and she actually got a couple of moments to to sing and um yeah. one thing i love about these film musicals as well um is that you know it's the actors singing you know it's them and yeah, yeah i mean lashana have a great voice i must say right but yeah. you know it's gentle and it works with you know the character that she is because yeah she is gentle she is that type of person who will not you know lash out at kids or you know she's 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 also um passive you know what i mean when it comes to reacting to certain things and then it works right um 
as far as you know the um Matilda's parents go, um I didn't expect to see Steve Graham in it and like seeing the character he plays like yeah that makes sense because yeah he is an asshole <laughs> this um and Andrea um uh, Riceborough um she she plays the mom as well right um it's very like again because I haven't seen the, the I haven't seen the original film in a long while um it's it's very like how to say kind of cartoonish Cockney you know, like, oh, well, we're yeah. supposed to be British and we, we kind of talk like this and we sort of, you know, talk like, hello, like that. The, you know, we like, like right. it's sort of like a caricature version of how, you know, like just shitty people who happen to be British are. Right. But yeah, that, that's how they play them very well. And and I do appreciate the film for giving them moments. So they're not just there any back to this. We, oh, their parents and we're supposed to hate them because it's shipping. But no, they have little moments together, especially um, Stephen, who just is constantly just being messed up over and over and over and humiliated, humiliated sorry by Matilda and, and it works it works right but for me though the standout performer in this of course is Emma Thompson uh, she just commands the screen every time she's there um, points for that suit that they have a weirdo because right. I was like nah like Emma not that thick right you know what I mean so to speak well she's more like stocky more muscular if you will and it makes sense given the character who she is because you know she she used to do hammer throwing back in the days and all that kind of stuff right, right. and um if there's one thing you just have to admire about like um british films about the school system and all that kind of stuff boy like they will they will just kind of always tie it back to history they'll always tie it back to like um you know the world war and you know nas now um, you know the nazis and margaret thatcher and stuff like that because yeah while i was watching this stuff i was while i was watching this film sorry i was thinking about you know uh film musicals like see the tom um tommy sorry from the who or pink floyd the war right yeah shows right. that kind of touch on you know the idea of like you just being tormented by these adults who were who who were brought up in this um you know during 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 wartime then just kind of thinking oh you know those ideals and those rules and whatnot is what we have to instill on these kids and of course the kids don't want that and they have to rebel and whatnot so um like one of the numbers for example like what you're talking about um was was a banger for you revolting children yeah the ending yeah it, it, it it's more of a upbeat version of another brick in the wall part too if you remember that right, from the movie right. itself right it's it's like that right but yeah um that that song slaps it slaps it slaps it slaps it hard it real hard right um and after 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 point this out by um i don't know who wrote the songs the musical numbers for the original musical boy but this has some of the best songwriting i have seen materialize on screen by um the school song alone lyrically is one of the best songs i've seen <laughs> visualized on screen by the way how they incorporate the alphabet into that into the hook yeah, of that song is it it hard but i was i was i was i was out i was blown out of my mind when i saw that boy and how they show it visually but i was just like my god that was amazing I love that, right? Yeah, so songwriting is great, boy. Like just top tier in my opinion, boy. And on the on just to, just to continue on the musical stuff. Um the, the choreography, boy, my god, it's it's because it's just like kids, the like, kids well, dancing I, I still, and singing though, but like I still like convinced them, eh? Can't find they doing something so like that. That that I mean a computer to use for that. Like I don't know. No, it's it, like, not <laughs> Was it probably real, eh? but like I find their their physique not fitted what they do it do. <laughs> like I oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. No, I, yeah. I see with me because um we, we we're not like talking about like teenagers per se, right? Exactly. We talk about like um 
Well, oh, well, let me just say preteens for now, right? They did the preteens technically, right? Yeah, right. and they're just pulling off like some some dance choreography that you would see adults doing in a in a stage musical, dread. Right. But I just watching the, the the timing of it, though the dance. And, and I'm looking at the editing too. Like, now. What? Like where, <laughs> I look at the editing too, like where you see like they'll they'll cut and then cut a shot, but it's only you only seeing the legs. I like the legs looking oh, like. Oh, I know you talk about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it does feel like that. But I, I get it's good editing. If they, if they edit it wrong, it with real dancers, that's fine. And like, we don't know what kind of CG shaking people could do nowadays. Eh? So I don't know. If it's real, right, right, right. If it's real, fine. But I am incredibly skeptical of whether or not it's real or not. That's all I see. <laughs> okay, I, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I, maybe I was just like wrapped up in the story. And um, but for me, yeah, I no, just didn't the, expect the, that the, the numbers would go, the musical numbers would go that hard boys so like right, right, right. yeah they just they just they just did the damn thing man even the the the, the songs themselves that don't involve dancing because of course not every song involves dancing right um were great like i i really enjoyed um uh, when i grew up for example that was a right. really really nice song i love how they roped in um you know lashana lynch at the end you know what i mean because right. yeah it, it starts off with a bunch of kids talking about yeah when they grow up they'll do this and do that but just having lashana lynch end that song was was perfect in my opinion i love that right um and just an over and Lastly, what what really makes the show work as well, um, is that it just has a lot of heart to it, but a lot of emotion to it, right? Yes, uh, when when Agatha is on screen, she is intimidating, she is threatening, um, uh, but I love that the show does not go too far with it, right? Because yes, she is brutish, but it does not like beat you over the head, and you know, like like in other words, it's a it's a family film, you know what I mean, like. Kids, yeah. you know, it, like kids, not gonna get freaked out by it. So I, I, I'm glad that they actually, like, um, you know, did you know executed it well enough. So when I got with the moments with I got and whatnot. So case in point, the one involving um the the, the kid who has to eat the chocolate cake, for example, Bruce. Like right. I remember that yeah. one scene from the original movie. In the right? scene, right? Like, I remember that scene yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was that's probably one of the most standout moments in that, right? But yeah, how they played off here was great. The musical no, numbers around it was great. Um, there's a moment that was in the trailer involving um Agatha holding a girl by her pigtails and literally swinging her over right. dread. Yeah. Um, similar scene, yeah. Yeah, had me in stitches when I saw the trailer, had me in stitches when I watched it. I get um when I watched it in the film itself. But like, yeah, you know, we thankfully the child isn't dead. So again, you know, mean parents don't have to worry about the how to say, but I don't want to say violent content, but the how to say that even disturbing. I um I, I don't really know the, the term to use, but just the stuff that might seem dark, right? Yeah, the dark content, yeah. whatnot. This is really not no worry about, right? But I, I felt like the show balanced it out very well, right? And um it, there's just so much heart and emotion to it as well. And I mean, don't let the 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 bright colors and stuff fool you. Um, yeah, this is a very deep story, though. Yeah. Uh, Matilda goes through a lot emotionally as well, and you just feel for her short every step of the way, man. And, and especially leading up to the end, and you will you will just be, you know, just um, yeah, just just emotionally engaged with everything that you see here, man. Well, at least I found myself to be that way, right? So right. as a whole, yes, it is flashy. It is lively, over the top. I mean, it's a musical, right? I, I kind of come to expect that. Um, I and I, I, I honestly should like go on YouTube and see how the stage musical would look like and see how 
you know how it's interpreted here and whatnot. Because um, yeah, I mean, like for me going in for the first like watch it like first few minutes, I was like, I don't know why this this like a little too much, well, too much color and a little too flashy and whatnot. But once I was locked into the story, I was like, yeah, keep going, keep going. The musical numbers kept me going. The story kept me going. And just most importantly, boy, um, Alicia Ware kept um, you know, kept me engaged too, boy. Because again, she is just fantastic in this film, man. So yeah, I talk long enough. I I I love this movie. Um, it's it's, it's it, I I would say Joe. I would say though, just before I get to written, um, Netflix take a huge risk putting this out on Christmas Day. We talk about a Sunday release. It's not like it came out um on the Friday. Like see the next film we're gonna talk about yep. Glass Onion. No, they dropped this on Christmas Day, Jed. So the funny thing is that a lot right. of people, you know, put out the best of list. Like everybody, you know, have the list all locked and you know uh, published already, right? But um, thankfully, mine isn't out as yet, and I can say right off the bat, this is gonna be on my list. Yes, Rita Wise, okay. I'm gonna give That's this nice. a strong four to like four and a half out of five. I really, really, really enjoy this. It's on Netflix right now. You all have no excuse. Um, again, if you love the original one, the original '96 film. I could see and not really digging this film so much, but just keep in mind that it is based off of the musical, which in itself is based off the book itself. And yeah, this this version is based off the musical and book, right? So if you have a strong attachment to the 96 film, that's great. Um, I really should watch it over because I haven't seen it in years. Um, but I have I but even if I do prefer, if, even if I wanna wind up preferring that that film over this one, it does not um this like to me, they're both different films, right? I mean one has music, one doesn't that but um yes. here you, you just put so much energy and life and just heart and emotion into this um there's, there's there's no way not to enjoy this in my opinion unless you just genuinely do like musicals or you don't care about you know matilda the story at all so yeah absolutely yeah. love this film this is going to be on my best of list so ricardo your final thoughts on rita some out of 10 you know it, it it's it's not not for me personally but you know it it does exactly what it needs to do um, you know, it's it's exactly for that thing. And once you're, you're you're walking, expecting a musical, that's what you got. It's pretty good. Um, as I said, this this movie got a lot of hype. Only, in fact, the only reason I knew about this is because people was doing a bunch of like hip hop mixing mashups in TikTok for it. Um, especially oh, really? that one okay. scene where he, yeah, especially that one scene where you see at the ending where you see the girl moving through the hallway and just doing this this number running through that hallway and it just it's syncing up so good. You get in the red, the red, um, you get in the red, red uh, beret. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is the, the, the big, that is the scene that I, I was looking for. And like, all right, it's the big scene at the end. And yeah, that, that whole number, I'll join, right? Uh, but yeah, it, it works for what it is. Um, it's, it's exactly what it needs to be. You're looking for a, a musical and you're walking, expecting a musical. And I got that. And I got a couple of great songs um, for me out of the whole thing. But everything else was, was you know, solid and, and workable and serviceable um, for what it was. LaShana Lynch and, and Emma Thompson is great. And yeah, it, it shines. It it works for, for what it is. It's it's Matilda. If you know the story, um, yeah, a new story. And I got that. Ah, uh, yeah, seven out of ten closest at eight. Right, right, right. Yeah. And last but not least, Glass Onion, a nice out mystery. So Ricardo, oh. if you don't mind, I want you to do the synopsis for this, but you know, pre-ramble, no right? So yeah. uh, we we covered the first um nice out back in 2019 when it came out. Um, yeah. I remember enjoying it, not loving it, loving it as much, right? But I right. know for some Diane, I'm uh, sorry, not Diane, oops, uh, Ryan Johnson fans, uh, many people regard this film as one of his his best, right? And I could agree, right? But I'm not, personally, I'm not over the moon with this film, right? But that being said, though, yeah. um, it does earn its um, Oscar nom for Best Original Screenplay. Um, the way how it 
more or less modernizes you know the murder mystery i thought was great how it subverts it as well right. i thought it was great um you know just the characters were, were just uh memorable um especially you know daniel craig of course who is benoit blanc right you know we got you know a, a, a new uh well uh, i'll make the joke that you know daniel craig you know has found his next franchise right seeing that he is no longer born right because yeah. yeah i could see just um you know more films and yes i know there's a third film that's been um that's been greenlit if i'm not mistaken yeah they, yeah, yeah, yeah um, right they, they, they bought yeah but i know they bought two sequels for it so it's it, right it's, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I could see him just just playing this character for you know just just for a good run. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's basically, um, he's basically America Poirot, right? That's that's the yes. It's, it's an <laughs> yeah, it's an Agatha Christie American version Ag- of that. Yes, right, effectively, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I got to see McGill, Anna de Amas. You know, I mean, she she was great in it. Yeah. And you know, it was just it was just the the the, the side characters as well. Whether it was Jimmy Lee Curtis or Michael Shannon, and you know, right. well, me actually recapping the film. So what I did, like, I actually watched Nice Out, and then I jumped into Glass Onion. I'll say right off the bat, they make for a great double feature. Like, if you're just mm-hmm. looking for a great double bill, watch Nice Out and Glass Onion. But yeah, um, I I I forget Chris Evans was in in, in Nice Out. I was like, what you? I yes, forget. I, he was he, right. I could, I could forget that he he was the villain. That was the story. I, I know, I, I know, I know. But like honestly, I haven't seen that film since 2019. Right? Okay. You know, to, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't recapped it. But yeah, watching over, I was like, yeah, yeah, this it, still work. And you know, of course, you know, um, our boy, um, oh gosh, from from Atlanta, um, yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, Lakeith Sorry about that. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield was there. It's like, oh yeah, characters, right, right people, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, with this one here, um, Glass Onion, um, you know, much of our surprise at Netflix drop. Um, it came out, you know, a couple of days ago, the time of us recording this. Uh, yeah, it's technically not so much a sequel than it just is, okay, it's just another adventure involving right. Benoit. Um, technically, you don't really need a nice out mystery. I think behind the scenes, um, Ryan was kind of pissed at the yes. fact that I felt, I felt oh, like well, just you say, know, nice out mystery because yeah, you know, I felt that, well, clearly, clearly the titles for marketing, but I felt they could have just said Glass Onion, a Benoit Blanc mystery. Simple, like a quick right? Cheese. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, because reason being is because knives out. There was a reason why it was called why it was called knives out. Exactly. Yeah, but here's like no, it's just it's uh, no knives. But I, I was thinking that eh? I was thinking, oh, they're gonna do something similar with knives out again, and they, they, they kind of hint at that in the beginning, like you know, because of what the plot was or and the group of right. people. I thought that was the that's what he was going for again, but like no, that didn't make any sense. Right, whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Right, so um. Knives, almost say knives out, right? Glass onion, right? Which we're going to be calling going forward. Uh, yeah. What, what, what is glass onion about, Ricardo? Sure. Uh, there's so there's yeah. It's during the middle. Of, it's the early in the pandemic. Uh, you know, I think it's middle of uh 2020. I think it's May, if I remember correctly. Uh, right, I, of, I remember March or May. I, I think it's right, either word yeah. too, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of asshole friends. Uh, a group of friends from the in the days call uh they call themselves the disruptors. Um, they get a mystery box, right? Literally, uh, uh, from a friend, a very wealthy, powerful friend of theirs, and they have to solve a bunch of puzzles. And basically, the puzzle gets invites them to basically investigate his murder, right? Well, quite playfully, um, the conceit of um, you know what is involved in their their their, their friendship and is this all these parties and in an isolated island. And it's all of them getting together to go have this party and quote unquote solve his murder. And well, it's it's done in a playful fashion. It's not a real murder, 
But then you learn uh, something unfortunate involving a real murder involving one of the characters, and then it escalates from there. And it's basically solving that character's murder. And then when you learn another character's murder, um, but that character's murdered earlier, and you understand how and why, and they reveal this. And that's the general conceit. And, you know, as, as usual, uh, Benoit Blanc is invited, but we don't know how and why. Again, this is connected to the quote-unquote earlier murder and so on and so and that's basically where it builds from there and yeah i thought this was not as strong as the first and i'll tell you why why i think why is because i thought they revealed something too early i felt they should have revealed that thing a little later in terms of the structure of the story but it's still really fun and uh janelle money is excellent in this um that's why it works it's janelle money and James Bond, two of them together, uh, making yep, it work. Yep, yep. Yeah, uh, Craig and Monet really, really have great um, chemistry with each other, and they, they, they bounce off, and she's great in this. And then, yeah, all the other side people is great in this. And then why it also is pretty good is because it's a bunch of great cameos in this. Um, like, Yo-Yo Ma had a cameo in this, like, what? Huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, um, like, well, I forgot well, she well, died, but um, this girl wasn't it? Um, we called she Angela Lansbury, wasn't it? Angela Lansbury, yes, I was yeah. about to see. Which is and, which is and, great. Um, Stephen and Stephen Sondheim, like, like right. I, I, I was watching. He's like, wait, wait, I know this guy because he's Stephen S, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just in the end, well, I was, I was watching the credits or what that enjoy the music. Um, yeah, they say it's dedicated to Angela and Stephen. I was like, oh my god, that was him. What? Yeah. Um, and also point for having um, uh, what is um Natasha um. Leon, what's a, yeah. what's a, she was in this, yeah. Yes, yes, that's yes, from yeah. uh, from from Russian Doll and um and Orange and Black. I was like, hey, you were this, yeah. nice, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And yeah, it it it, it is just uh, everybody really funny and clever with each other. Dave Batista continues to be excellent. Um, I don't think he would have been as funny as he was. He he's I know, pitch, right? <laughs> he's pitch perfect as as who he plays. Like I I love yes. what they did with him. And then the actual like conceit and the essential story of it is just making fun of uh well Edward Norton's character who's like a kind of hodgepodge of Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, right? It's playing on that whole conceit about those type of people. And it's just, you know, again, much like um Knives Out was all about old money, or at least the aesthetic of old money, this one is making fun of the aesthetic of new money. And yes, what it yes. do with that is is great in the in the ending. But I'll say the mystery is not as strong for, for two reasons. And We'll probably get into spoilers for those two reasons, but one, um, it fell within my bingo, my bingo game, right? Of right, what was right, going right. On. right, it fell within, I, I mean, look, I, I watch way too much Scooby-Doo for, to not fall for this, right? Uh, that's one. Um, that's wow, one. That, that's an insult there, bro. <laughs> no, 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 like, like Scooby-Doo had solid mysteries, you know, for why it was, you know, at least. True, you know, true, true. At least a pop named Scooby-Doo, in my humble opinion. Boy, yes. Um, you know, it was perfect for like my seven-year-old. It, it, it was not just red herring, right? Right. Right, exactly. He, but he, was, like, he, he, was, he was guilty one time, one episode. Right. Eh? But it, was, it was it was but it was perfect for my seven-year-old brain. But like, you know, just that, that level of conceit. But like, yeah, it fell within my bingo, but I also felt the delivery and when it was when that information was learned, I felt they could have structured the story to make you learn it later. Um, but I'll we'll have to get into spoilers to talk about that. That's all I'll say. Um so yeah, I, I uh, didn't like it as much as the first, but still pretty good um, for what it is. That's it. Like it, it, it's in my opinion not as good as the first. The first really caught me off guard as to what the reveal was. Like I thought the reveal was much, much more interesting. Like what really going on and how it played out. And as I say, it's not so much the who, but the how, right? The how and the what. The 
But this one, the how and the what just wasn't as anywhere as, in, as interesting because I kind of guess it. That's the only difference. Mm. But it's still really funny. Uh, everybody's great in this. Catherine Han is really good in this. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. I was like, oh yeah, right, he was in this. Yeah, like, yes. I was I was watching the face too. I was like, yeah, oh yeah. right, that's him. Yes, yeah, he yes. was pretty good in this. Um, but yeah, uh, Edward Norton, Daniel Craig, and Janelle Monae really stands out. Kate Hudson and Dave Bautista are quite funny and they, they work as, as really, really well. Um, um, and yeah, everybody was just like, workable in it and it, it make it, it was pretty funny and well done. But I, I can't in good conscience say I liked it as much as the first one, right? It's like, if I give the first one, like, a, okay, if I were to give the first one, I forget how much I give the first one. I think that was like an eight, maybe. I forgot. But uh, this one, I'll just play down a little bit, just slightly, like a point five. That's it. But mostly because the mystery wasn't anywhere near as interesting. That's it. If they, if they really come up with something clever, or at least they reveal the mystery in a more interesting way, I'd like it a little more. Uh, but I, I, I dug it forward to us. It's still, still really well done. And, and again, most of it is, is all about the subtext and the, the social commentaries anyway. So, you know, Ryan Johnson pretty good at that. So that, that is about it. Yeah. Right. Well, I do agree with you for the most part, right? Um, but how I, how I tend to, to watch this film, right? How I tend to perceive this film, right? Because, yes, it is easy to say that, you know, the first one is better. And I do admit, in terms of the mystery itself and the conceit and whatnot, it is better, right? It is a yeah. structure and whatnot, right? But um, here, because it's more comical... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I kind of see these as similar yet different beasts altogether, right? right? So for me, I absolutely enjoyed this one, right? But it, as far as I, like just a pure mystery, no, it's not as great as the first one. But as a mystery right. comedy, yes, this delivered on all levels, man. Uh, if it's one thing I really appreciate, I really, really loved, I should say, is the cast, man. This was just a stellar, stellar yeah. cast, true, true, man. What is my boy, um, Dave Bautista, boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, you know, perfect car- character. What did do? What did uh, do with him? him? What did what did do with him? I, I know it's super predictable, but what it do with it is still very fun. Like where did where do it? <laughs> because I was like, when he when he because he mentioned something in the beginning, I was like, all right, that definitely coming back, and it does come back. All right, well, I I that's the thing. I didn't even think about that in the world. Believe no, it or no. not, I didn't think about it yeah. again. I watched too much Scooby Doo for this shit. That, as they all say, right, right, all right. So Fair I knew enough. what to, mm-hmm. I knew exactly what to look for. And Ryan Johnson is a very deliberate filmmaker. So like, mm-hmm. I, I guess we're accustomed to his like what he shows, when he shows it, and why. You know, if he's seen if he's seen something, he, he he is very deliberately showing you that thing, either by misdirection or not, right? And what they right. do with him is very clever. It comes back, but what they do with him with the with it is uh, what was his guild's name, boy? Uh, um, oh gosh, it is whiskey, oh, whiskey, whiskey, right? What they do with that? I thought that catch him off guard. I was like, all right, that's real funny. That is very yes. funny. Like that is very funny and clever. But yeah, um. Yeah, I, I thought Dave Bautista again. He's like a real, like a real standout for me. Like, in my opinion, I'm gonna straight up say it, he's the best wrestler actor coming out of of wrestling. Like in terms of acting, by far, like yeah. better than like, John, like, not definitely better than The Rock. Like, right, that, that was about the same thing. The Rock now, like, like I find like The Rock kind of get into this sort of um stoic kind of no. wink at the camera, wait, slightly kind of comfort zone, kind of. But Dave me. at least is just be like. All right. Yes, I'm muscular, and you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not like you know, 100 intelligent, but you yeah. know, out here, that, that's what he does. No, quick side note. Uh, quick side note. We don't want to get into the drama involved with the rock attack, but like it have a, that is one of the simplest reasons why the rock have no leverage over James Gunn because, bro, James Gunn take two wrestlers and turn them into amazing actors, right? And they, that, they, that, that's they right. Shit, that's right. They, they're doing shit better than anything the rock do. <laughs> so come on. Um, facts, 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 right? <laughs> so let's like, leave it there. 
Oh, but yeah, um, I, I just thought I just thought this was again. I do think it's um it's about as funny as the first strip. Like the first strip, I thought was very funny. Like in terms of I guess all these this family is just a bunch of idiots and they be they just yeah. a bunch of title morons and they make it work. In this case, only really one person was kind of mostly the butt of most of the jokes, and that was Edward Norton. Edward Norton's character, yes, yes, yes. Edward Norton, and this was great. Like he was like the legit hilarious strip, and they make it really work. So yeah, yes, wait, he wait, was, wait yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Now nah, I I absolutely agree, man. Um. Edward Norton was was hilarious. It is yeah. too. Um. You buy into the fact that you know it, he like his mindset is almost like oh if I think about it I could just hire somebody to make it for me. So right. that's why I like the the little diversion at the very beginning with the whole mystery boxes stuff, right? Because yeah. in my head I was like, all right, why the whole mystery boxing like it's it's not something brought up later on. Um. And that's like one teeny tiny little gri- um you know gripe that I have. Like I thought that the whole mystery boxing would have brought um been brought up a little bit more oh. later on it was just really there to kind of set up why janelle Moni's character you know or characters are there yeah. in the first place right but um but look at a bit look thinking about it now sorry i think it's just meant to set up how smart these characters are right so yes someone like leslie odom jr's character lionel who is the scientist of course he'll be able to figure it out quickly right um I, the smartest character and the, and the others Yes, yes, David <laughs> Silva always just like, oh, well, it's that and yeah, you know, whatever yeah. it is, right? You know, like, like I love how, how they do that, right? But yeah. uh, it's, it's when Benoit says, oh, it's just like children's puzzles. When you right. say that, I, I just clap. I was like, yeah, that, yeah. that is a Benoit <laughs> line right there, right? Um, but yeah, everybody shines this though. Um, Kate Hudson, she was funny. Uh, Miguel yep. Catherine Hahn, she was great as well, right? Yep. Um, didn't expect to see my next skill, Jess, um, Jessica Henwick. Right from from you know Iron Fist. Well, the one memorable thing about Iron Fist, to be honest, yeah, right. she was great. She was um the 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 assistant, right? It's a yeah. great moment involving the two of them and 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 sweatpants. Right, right. That, yeah, that, yes, that was funny. That had me going. Yeah, that was funny. the character that 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 Kate is, it yeah, makes sense. Why yeah, she like God, that? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. The one character I was a little iffy of, still kind of iffy, um, still actually, is uh, Daryl, who is played by Noah Segan, right? Um, right, I, right. I didn't even yeah, know this, but he, he actually thought, thought shows up in a number of, um, of, of Ryan Johnson films, right? But yeah, yeah. he was just there, the stoner guy, but I yeah, thought he, that, he didn't, he you didn't know, come into play at all, actually. I thought he would have, yeah, been, yeah, yeah. Or he'd have been relevant in some way, and he wasn't. Yeah, I, I thought Miles yeah. would at least bring it up and say, well, oh, this is why he's here. Like, you know, maybe no, we're thought, friends thought, and something. Again, you know? again, this is one thing that, again, he, he's there as a show because he serves a purpose at a point, like, but not really. Like, it's more like a side thing. But I felt instrumentally, I, I might I'd give it a rewatch to see what actual purpose he serves. Because, again, Ryan Johnson is very deliberate. So I, it, to have it just be a dangling thread don't make any sense to me. So I had to see if I miss something with that. But yeah, I thought he would have been like a character that would have been like something way more important that you'd have been like really smart or he's the one who designed the boxes or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Because right, right, right. I, I want to think that there is more to him than 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 a weak carrier. That that's how he right. that's how I assume right. he is. He's just a weak carrier, but it's like, nah, right. like you on this fancy ass island, right? like 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 you had to be doing more than that. Speaking right. of fancy ass island, um, I have to give credit again to to Ryan for this way. Um, this this feels like a, a throwback to both. 60s James Bond films, and it's so funny right. that Daniel Craig is in there, and you know, right. with his uh, revitalization of the franchise, 
yeah, you know, they were drawing back on, you know, the, the Sean Connery era, right? So right, it right. makes sense there, right? And then also with um these like mystery thriller films, like stuff like say the Thomas Crown um affair, right? You know, right, right. where it's all about we're going to this like fancy location and it's gorgeous and it's such a paradise that we're just gonna revel right. in it a lot, right? Uh, even points for the music at all too. There's like a great little musical piece that kind of shows, yeah, just how lavish this guy's place is, right? Yeah. I love the idea of the glass onion literally being this this big glass structure and the concept of it actually make a lot of sense too but again it's rich guy shit is just like yeah if i think it i want it i want somebody to make a literal you know glass building with you know an onion on top right because it's all about me man right i just love how how miles is that kind of character right yeah um at, at first i was a little iffy about the the uh the the um oh gosh the the name sorry the actor references so they mentioned Jared Leto at some point right, right, and, right yeah. you know what I mean like it was just kind of like, perfect like, sense right. even if you know Jared Leto what you are really about like yeah make perfect sense that that is funny right 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 yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you're correct um also did expect to see um Ethan Hawke in this I was like ah okay you were just too right but um no this story also... that was crap was funny too. Yes, oh shit, how can I forget about that? Cracked Williams. Me up, yeah. That was that was great, that was great. And it, again, rich guy shit, right? But it works, right? Um, Joseph Gordon Levitt, I'm not gonna say what right. he does, but it's it's kind of funny and kind of surreal, but work, right? But uh, one of the big ones for me, boy, was um, uh, was Hugh Grant and right what they what they set up there with um, uh, with Blanc because uh, just to get into spoilery territory, um, well, Hugh plays Philip, that's his name, right? That's his domestic partner. And right. um, it's only after I watched the film, I went up a line and people were like, oh, well, is, is Benoit gay? And Ryan right. come and say, well, yeah, he is. He, right. he is. And people were like, yes. And I'm like, oh, all right, okay. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's neither here nor there for me. But I just thought it's pretty interesting um, that, that he is, right? But even though the show doesn't stop to kind of telegraph it to you, what I do like is how it's set up with him in this um, this fancy apartment with, with, with uh, Philip. And yeah, he's bored. Like you know, he feels like his right. his talents, his his deducting is not going anywhere. So it's like, yeah, I just scooped up here. I can't really do anything. Yeah, yeah, at least they, I have someone help out. So I, I I like that. I like that. You no, know, they, they play on the pandemic stuff well with that. Um, especially with the okay. So in the beginning, we see the characters get a spray in their mouth, and like, oh, that's actually like I I thought that's actually quite clever of what they do there. Like what's going on there because it's like. Oh, only rich people could get at them. You see what they do? Right, right. Um, the, the, the real antivirus or whatever it is. Right, right. Yeah. right. I'm like, all right, I, I see what you're going for. That's that, not bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and speaking of that, though, speaking of the pandemic, what, what, I, what I, again, just again, Ryan, Ryan Johnson, right? Uh, sorry, yeah, Ryan Johnson and, and just his clever writing boy. Yeah, um, believe it or not, um, these these were some people that we were kind of we were kind of hated back in twenty twenty, right? You know the 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 social media influencers, yeah. um, the ones who were making money off of YouTube while people were suffering. Yeah, those were the guys that well, we, were, mean, it, it, we were we were kind of pissed off of, right? Yeah, well, sorry. Well, uh, let me let me phrase that. Let me phrase that, right? Not so much because I mean YouTubers had to survive too, right? What I mean is like could actually afford. To go on this fancy ass island for a right. weekend while people were stuck home. Like, uh, uh, I think it's 
I think that in itself is a reference to, if I, I could be wrong, um, Kim Kardashian. I think that right. she a had this bit, thing yeah. involving yeah, her, her, her friend had some party and they, they went to some island for the weekend and people was like, yeah, fuck him and shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, you, like it's just like cleverly just taking the piss out of them without like whole heartedly telling, them, uh, telling the audience you should hate these characters. Um, yeah. I think one reason why I enjoy this one, um, the other one, yes, you, you kind of have to love to hate the characters, the family in, in Knives Out, right? But right. here, you don't really hate them, but you just kind of watch and laugh at them because they're just well, it's, so it's on the way of things. Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole group of friends thing is clearly a play on the... I, 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 that's how I see it. It's clearly a play on the PayPal Mafia, right? You know, a group of friends who make it big, and but but one of them is the, this kind of the de facto leader, and then right, that de facto right, right. leader uh, is, um, you know, he's the one who's the most powerful in in his own way. But you know, they play it with that now, like and, uh, exactly, they they play it back and forth. So that's how I see it. Is that again is taking the piss out of new money. If you're familiar with right, how exactly. a bunch of these modern billionaires get their money, it's that. And they do a thing very blatant kind of reference of, and I'm glad they brought it back up, which is the whole. Um, creative destruction because they keep calling themselves disruptors now. Um, yes, yes, yes. They play with that and it's a very shallow take on that idea now, which makes sense given when you find out what uh, um, Edward Norton's character is about, right? Yeah, it's, it's that. It, 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 they play on that conceit now and, and they make it work for it is. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, so let me just talk about Janelle Mooney, right? So so if Anna de Amos is like the standout performer in Knives Out, uh, Janelle Mooney is definitely the standout in this film, right? Yep. Um, I was hearing early on about some possible Oscar buzz. Um, nah, I can't, she I gets... can't go that far, but it, it's she's very good. Yeah, yeah, she she was fantastic at this too. Because at first you're wondering why she's she moving so morose, why she just always so you know, because because they set up early on that she just despises Miles. Because uh, just again, just the spoilers here. Uh, they used to work together, you know what I mean? Um, right. And she pretty much came up with the idea for his um for his company, his brand. And he just pretty much like took her idea and ran off with it, right? But right. Later, later on, that you know, actually the character that we see here is the sister of you know the the uh, right. of the one who actually got murdered by by Miles, right? Right. Um, and I do agree with you in terms of how the information is given, right? Because I would say what? like a, a huge okay. chunk of the second act spends time more or less kind of showing everything play out. And I was enjoying it. Uh. Right. I was enjoying seeing how we yeah. see, and it's a it's a typical mystery trope, right? Where you see, like, say, you know, One the act, first right. act and everything happened, and then the second act shows you, oh, well, this is really what was happening behind the scenes. Right. That would, right? But right. I would admit that could have come in a little, little later. Not in the third act, right. because well, third act is perfect, but I felt like it could have come in a little later on. Yeah. That's so early in the second act. So, so, so here's how I felt about that. I, my attitude was, that piece of information, I felt what is she, in my this again my money money quarterback in first. What I felt is that the whole twin thing should have been we should have learned the twin thing later, and they shouldn't have played the twins so differently from uh, the original. So Andy, right, right. So and, well, not Andy. Andy's the dead one. Um, was he the twin? Yeah. Name? Well, Helen, Helen, yeah. Helen, Helen has this, this right. southern accent. Right. I thought so that's I pretty funny Helen... too because you know um right. because with Benoit and his accent too, right? Right, so, right, right. So I felt Helen should have been a lot closer to Andy in terms of conceit. So when they reveal, and uh, sorry, well, we, we think we should think that Helen gets shot, right? When they reveal she gets shot, it makes it look like if all oh, Andy is shot, and then they go back to show that Andy, like we, we again, we should think that Andy is the one who, uh, is is still on the island with them, and Andy 
and Helen is actually, they should play Helen closer to Andy, making us think she's still Andy. And then they do the reveal of commit suicide in the ending. And then you reveal right, that right. it's That's Miles, right. Miles killed Andy. So that was at the end, you find out Miles killed Andy. But that's right, the problem. Right, they, right. they just re- they blow it early and then drop it, the twin thing. And then you'll say, oh shit, Helen is the twin at the ending. Right. Nice all um, play that. Ki- I ki- kind of going back to like what we saw in Nice Out where, right, yeah, right. you know, so be you with, with, um, with Chris Evans, chat. right? And it's like, oh, right. you're like, I wonder what's his play in all of this. And then at yeah, the, the end, it's like, oh, that's why, right. 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 You go, one of the problems is like, you see, the thing is, these mystery stories is that the, the problem with the mystery stories, especially in the case of movies, is that when you're watching a movie, your brain is be solving the information in real time. So if you're dropping that information, you have to drop the information in the ending. But if you're like reading a book, it's not that much of a problem when you're reading a book. But when you're uh, watching a movie, you'll be solving it immediately. So you end up solving it faster. No? And that was my problem. It is like, oh, well, I just kind of work out everything. And like, so it had no real surprise at the ending. It had almost no surprise in the end. And it's like, no, 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 no. But, but, exactly. but to, yeah, but, but to the show's credit now, they will say, well, you know, it's the, it's the joy or the fun of right. seeing the story play out, right? All I, find I do is, agree. I do agree. But all yeah, I, find, I mean, but you I still, still have to mystery. play with the audience, right? It's a mystery. You, you, right. you, like, like, remember, you know, it's, it's, you know, you, Ryan is literally playing the audience, right? So yeah, yeah he could afford to, 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 you know, not show certain information, you know, he right. could wait a little longer, so, right? What they do, but I get, well, I get okay. why he do it this way, you know? Yeah, well, to be fair, what they do with the thing is they, they show, like, what Miles's ability is. Like, Miles is a, well, okay, so again, another spoiler. Miles is a dumb guy, but he's a, a type of dumb person that you have to watch out for, which is, he's a kind of uh, a sophist. No? What he does right. well is he'll give you basically the, the, the false reality you know, Elon Musk bullshit, or, or uh, she says Steve Jobs was good at this, right? Of creating the, the what is the, dis- the reality distortion bubble stuff now. That's mm. what Miles's power was. That's why he's good. Because they, they keep doing about making statements and then making a false reality after the fact. Like when he hand Duke the glass, right? And it's like, wait, you, Duke didn't pick up the glass. He handed Duke the glass and so on and so forth. That is, that's where the trick was. Like, that's what I think they was going for. But because right. it's a film... And you have to play with editing. It doesn't work as well. Like, you see the problem, right? Like, I get... Mm, I yeah, get yeah, what, I, I understand. Right. So, I get where Ryan Johnson was going, doing it like this. You know, I understand that. Because the big catch was Miles, the trick that Miles pulls on people. Like, how he rises to power now. How he just gets to, to power. Uh, look, it's, it's a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of powerful people just do this bullshit. Steve Jobs was very good at this. Like, for the most part. It's just, it eventually, because you, 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 you don't know how to do stuff in the real world, that bullshit is catch up with you over time now. And it's had a build up. That is what it was going for. And it mostly works, except I still felt the mystery should have played closer to the chest to play with that after the fact. Because him murdering Duke and him doing all this extra stuff, like, makes better sense. But it still mostly works for the most part. That is it. Anyway, that's it, it my does, last it does. point. Um, well, 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 that's a few more things for you before we, we get sure. to read it, right? Um, yeah, G- Germany is fantastic at this, though. Yeah. Um, play, playing both sisters as well, right? Um, right? Especially Helen, where, you know, she gets to adopt this this sudden, you know, drawl and whatnot. Right. It, it and, looks, yeah, right? She from, and she from, where's she from? Not Atlanta? Uh, yes, yeah, she is. Because right. she come up with all cast, right? That's, that's well, really, well, that's, well, well, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, well, they say can't, I read it off her Wikipedia cancers, but yeah, I know she has some sudden, you know, right. stuff about her, right? But I know anyway. she's like, she's like from, you know, she kind of come from, well, you know, back in the days, in a long, long, long time, but it's kind of come up and down, outcast now, because she's kind of like I say, right. I always think of us be carrying the torch for for, for um outcast, like in my humble opinion. 
terms of just being yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I agree with you. In terms of ideas and music and things. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, she's great to this too. If she gets an Oscar nom, okay, okay, okay. Uh, that'll be cool, unlikely, but, but yeah, okay. It could happen. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. but but she is the best thing about it though. Um, but everybody else is fantastic, is it? Whether it's Edward Norton who just shines and just shows that he yes, he 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 can do you know He's comedy great, as yeah. well, you know, as Miles. Um, Daniel Craig, like I like I said before, he has found his next franchise. Cause yeah, I mean well, for those who don't know, um, yeah, Bond is dead, right? Thanks to right. No Time to Die, right? But here's like, hey, I could play, I could do Benoit Blanc for like, I don't know, three, four more films. And right. yeah, for yeah. me, I, I, I can't wait, right? Um, also, just lastly, direction, well, well, well done throughout though. Um, and writing, of course, is solid, right? Throughout. If there's one thing you come to expect from a Ryan Johnson film, is is great writing as well, right? Um, and yeah, just this overall, it was just a fun time though. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things that I kind of regret that I didn't see on the big screen, though. Because I saw Knives Out in theaters, right? That, that right. was the first time I saw it, right? Um, but I would have loved to watch this movie um, in, in, um, in theaters. Where, um, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, because that, I, especially I, uh... the way how it was shot to it. Because I was wondering, okay, it's Netflix, so okay, it could be kind of Netflix budget kind of thing. No disrespect to Netflix, no. right? But you know what I mean by no. Netflix budget. But nah, nah, nah. They, they, they spend cash on this, though. I see ILM involved in, in, in the individual effects. This too. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, ILM? No. All right, bro. Okay. Okay. Right. And that's of course the cast and you know just everybody that they got on board. Yeah, yeah, everybody did their thing, man. You could tell that everybody was having fun throughout though. Um, especially um, you know, Dave Batista and Catherine Han, but like, yeah, you could tell that they were just having an absolute blast with this way, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, at the end of the day for me, yes, you know, everybody well, even though we we two films in with this knives out franchise, right? I'll just I'm just happy that we have a a a, a solid mystery franchise, right? But yeah, yeah um, you know, people will have their, their favorites, right? So if you would prefer Knives Out, I mean, that's fine, right? Um, I don't have a favorite favorite at the moment. I, I enjoy both films for what they are. The first one had a was more pure mystery, like it was just kind of taking us back yeah. to, you know, more of a of an old school vibe, but just uh, modernized. And here was just taking us to the mystery comedy, right? It was about Clue. Right. And yes, they referenced Clue like about three times in the right, right, right. Like, you know, that's just Ryan winking at the audience. Like, yes, I know, I know it's like Clue, guys. It's, I know. Um, I wrote okay, this shit. I forget, I forget Clue, which right? book, I forget which book that ended one of these turn, turn, turn mystery books back in the days where you just had a turn to a page. Um, Gosh, what's the name of that book back in the years, boy? I forget. Off the top of my head. Not choose your own adventure, right? Because I, I don't know nothing, but it's well, not that, right? Kind of. But no, not really. It's more like, you know, turn to this page to answer this question, blah, 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 blah. Is that, is that thing? Uh, oh, um, oh, what's the name of that book that he, he yeah. referenced by it? But yeah, it's another one of those, those old mystery style novels in the same vein as Clue kind of thing. Um, but it's one of those. I, I still put my mind right now. Whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. As far as just like a murder um, mystery, well, I should call it a mystery comedy more than anything else. Yeah, just this work, man. Like, like I just, it was just actually more humorous to me um, than, than the first one. I mean, the first one was funny as hell, right? But this one yeah. just had had its own kind of like hu- style of humor to it, though. But um, it still felt like, you know, again, another um, Benoit adventure. And I, I just want to see more films like this, man. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling with the next film is gonna try something a little bit different I, I i do hope that with the series going forward that you know ryan does that like he can experiment with certain um you know mystery troops a little bit more so right. you know each film does not have to feel the same way but again i could understand some people not 
liking this compared to the other one. But if you just look at it as just two different styles, you know, there's two different like you know, yeah, just styles of of the of the mystery genre. Yeah, this 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 will work for you, man. And for me, this yeah. absolutely worked for me. This is one of um one of my favorite films of the year, by none. One of the most enjoyable films I've seen this year. I could see that wholeheartedly. So rating wise, um, strong four to five, man. Um. Again, I wish I could have seen this theatrically, but it's on Netflix, and Netflix is gonna make a killing um, with this movie, man, for sure. And again, let's just see this one last time. Daniel Craig has found his next franchise. I want right. to see more. You know, um, Benoit Blanc, give us more, Ryan. Please give us more, right? Because yeah, two films in, man, and yeah, I have a feeling that we're gonna have a, a great uh, movie franchise, man. So yeah, Ricardo, your last thoughts, Rita? Yeah, uh, rating eight out of ten. Um, I just felt the mystery was not as strong as the first one, but I, that's the only thing that kind of held it back. No, but not a big problem by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I just, I just thought this was really, really fun and, and well done. I had a lot of fun with it. It's just genuinely funny and and you know, snappier, funnier dialogue. It it works well. I had a lot of fun with it. I really forget what my rating for the original was, but I think it's higher than this, slightly higher by a point five. Nothing major. Um, again, I just felt you could have put the mystery and place it a little better. That's about it. But I, I, it didn't, I didn't hate the film or anything like that. Yeah, eight out of ten. I, I, I dug it for it was. All right. So with all that being said, Ricardo, where can we find you online? I'm Passat Armedidy. That is at Armedi Rocos Medina on Twitter. And uh, just type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook. You can find me there. All right. So very rarely am I on TikTok and Twitter, but I'm there. Um, I'm usually on Instagram or usually on YouTube and, and, and I am especially on Facebook, right? You could find all the links included by Fiverr Gigs in the link tree link that you will find in the description to this podcast. Um, on the YouTube and Facebook links, you'll find excerpts from today's episode along with other episodes of BBB Radio, Retrospect Reviews, and BSP to Billy. And uh, stuff to look forward to, Grand Finale, Season two finale. Right. Yes, we 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 just go in list heavy on this uh best hip uh well, I would say best hip hop uh best albums of the year best, best music, movies yeah. worst movies uh best right. TV shows as well right and you know a couple of surprises here there as well right uh we will have guests involved and yeah um these are the best and the worst of the year that we we you know digested i should say in 2022 man so uh best believe you know that you know we're gonna have a blast just to share this list with you all man so yeah that's what you can look forward to in the season finale sure yeah and yeah that's pretty much about it so once again guys good morning good afternoon good evening good night whenever you're listening to this this was match bailey and and regano medina and we are signing off for another episode of BBB Radio. So until the next one, take care. Hope you guys had a, a very Merry Christmas weekend. Take care. Until the next one, peace.